This podcast is a folk media production. I remember this one incident when I asked a gynecologist about my contraception options and he was very quick to point out that I was unmarried at the point and he didn't think that I should be having sex. In India, women still have a lot of reservation about talking about anything related to sex or sexual health until it is with a very close friend and family. I got big tit bits. You are listening to tit bits. And what is this tit bit about? Population and sexual health. July 11th marks World Population Day. And there's a grave relationship between the population and women's sexual health. There's an urgent need for awareness and focus on contraceptives, family planning, the rise in domestic violence, and well, maternal healthcare. To begin with, are women comfortable with discussing their sexual health? This is uh, Anugrati, and uh, I'm from Kolkata. I do not really think that women are comfortable in talking about their sexual health in general because at least in India because they feel it is not the right thing to do they are not you know it's like they are talking about some taboo or you know it's something bad so they just do not want to talk about it they feel like it's you know something what we say uncultural Hi my name is Drishti and I'm a student I think yes women are uncomfortable talking about their sexual health especially in our society because I think they have a feeling of being judged and they are not open to this idea Speaking of quote and quote unculture do women prefer to be unaware than to be prone to you know abortions and also other diseases that are spread sexually I think yes women do resort to abortions to stick to family planning instead of just using you know condoms or oral contraceptive pills because that is really not so common in India right now so everyone just sticks to having sex without condoms and eventually if they do get pregnant they just go for abortions without thinking of how much impact of recurrent abortions is going to get to a woman's sexual health I think for all teens or people who are not aware about sexual health it is very important to know that condoms are not just meant for a woman to not get pregnant but it's also meant for prevention of all the sexually transmitted diseases like syphilis like aids which is really very common in a tropical country that we live in like India and the worst part about these sexually transmitted diseases is that you do not get to know them until they reach the very last stage where even doctors medicines or treatment cannot help you in any way i feel that yes people do relate sexual health more with women than men because you know we belong to this very patriarchal democracy where you do not blame men everything is on women whatever wrong happens it is because of women uh, men are taken as like you know the ideals to which we have to kind of concentrate to whatever they say is correct whatever they talk about is correct so they can never be wrong but i feel it is not so i think men should actually take up the responsibility of wearing condoms or at least educating their wives or whoever they are having sex with to have uh, oral contraceptives because in a way it's about your health as well it's not just about women's because if you are going to get a disease it's upon you you have to take care of the circumstances anyway yourself i think yes people relate sexual health more with women than men because of the stigma that you know women will get pregnant 
and the men don't have any role in that so yes i think promoting uh, sexual health is so important so i think uh, one way we can promote is to actually educate the children about it in their schools as like the schools in america have it and it's so important to educate them there hi i'm swapna i'm the founder of notabusindia.com I remember this one incident when I asked a gynecologist about my contraception options and he was very quick to point out that I was unmarried at the point and he didn't think that I should be having sex because it's highly risky and I would be getting many diseases and I was shocked and I didn't respond at the time but it did make me wonder how a doctor who was so highly educated and highly regarded could even tell me that I understand that there is a risk involved with uh, STDs but at that point in time I was an adult I'm in my 40s and I was able to make that choice and I needed his help from a medical point of view but the fact that he was unwilling to give it and also try to put me on the spot made me really uncomfortable I've spoken to a lot of friends and they also tell me that this is very common and this kind of happens all the time i do wish it changes at some point but for now well this is here to stay and we've got to deal with it the best we can we have with us experts to talk more about this hi i'm anurit sethi i'm a clinical psychologist by profession no women in india are not comfortable about talking about sexual health in general In India women still have a lot of reservation about talking about anything related to sex or sexual health until it is with a very close friend and family Hi I'm Anvita Janardhanan I'm a clinical psychologist with Mumbai Psychiatry Clinics I think to this day there is a little bit of hesitancy when it comes to women discussing their sexual health Although the situation has improved a lot in the past few years still I think most women find it comfortable to talk about their uh, sexual preferences or questions about sexuality to anyone other than maybe their closest of friends if that at times I have even come across women who are married and even though they are married they're not really aware of their own bodies or their own sexuality they don't really understand what terms like foreplay or masturbation even mean there's a lot more to talk and there's a lot more need for awareness but i think now in the last few years people have begun to approach i've come across a lot of young girls even who've been comfortable uh, in asking questions that i know most women would think 10 times to even talk about and definitely podcasts and channels like yours talks like these definitely help people uh, become more comfortable with it so what do women currently think about abortions do they resort to it to stick to family planning or is the rising population not a concern even today women do go for abortions for family planning though now most are aware to the prevention of pregnancy rather than an abortion however i have seen that even the women within the lower income group have understood that abortion is a much better option than having more than 2 3 children whether or not a woman chooses to have an abortion or depend on a lot of factors i think primarily she has to know how she feels about getting an abortion then it depends on the father of the child 
does the partner feel comfortable with going through with a pregnancy or going through with the abortion how the family feels about it how her parents or his parents feel about it if it's a married couple and i think for the longest time this decision was more heavily based on how the society feels about it as well many women even though they would have wanted to go for an abortion could not because what would people think or how would the family react to it although i have recently come across some amazing women who even say 25 30 years ago chose to live a childless life because they were not comfortable with raising children this is in the story for everyone many people still feel hesitant to go ahead with their choices even if they've decided to just have one kid they may have an accidental pregnancy and decide to go with the second with a lot of qualms but still go ahead with the second and i wish things would change in that regard i wish we had more choice to decide what we wanted are women really expected to be the know it all when it comes to sexual health and preventions after all she's the one going to be bearing the consequences right yes unfortunately as women have to bear the consequences they are the ones who are expected to be better informed do now even in the middle class and upper middle class couples men do take a lot of interest as they care for the health of their wives and believe in family planning yet it is a woman who needs to be more informed as according to the others perceptions the positive side of virtual platforms is that all informations is just a click away teenagers should read up and gather information about sexuality from the net and check the same with a trusted adult for validation sex education has become very common in schools now and teens are given this regularly they must use up this information for appropriate knowledge and measures you know also school counselors are people they can trust and can share their doubts with as counselors are often equipped to answer and provide the right guidance and information I think the most important piece of advice that I can give to anyone who does not know much about sexual well-being or unplanned pregnancies is don't let the social stigma come in the way of information. Without information, the decisions that you make, you may regret them later on. Ignorance isn't always bliss. I know many people would feel, what if I ask this question? Would I come across as too forward? Or what would that person think of me if I want to know about sexual health? No, no, I'm too embarrassed to talk about this. And these are the kind of things that stop us from getting the information that we should have already got in the first place. It may be embarrassing, it may be nerve-wracking to even have this conversation, but have it. Just ask, be curious, be open-minded. and also don't trust the internet for everything the internet has a lot of sources of information but not all of them are trustworthy sources of information make sure that you check which website are you going to is a person qualified enough to even give you the information that they are giving sometimes people rely on things like opinions rather than facts so be aware and be curious make sure that you go to the right person whether that is your gynec your professor your parent or an internet website sexuality is still a taboo in our country and how well are people really exposed to the right information about stds what are the myths the stigmas that they deal with 
many many women and men fall prey to an std even though it may have been preventable globally about 1 million people get an std every single day 1 million and these are most of them are preventable ones and i think one more factor that complicates it is the fact that many people who already have an std may not even be aware of it because the symptoms are too mild or sometimes the symptoms don't show at all so if there is awareness if people know what can be done to prevent infections i think many people would choose being cautious over being infected so i definitely feel that we should promote sexual health and by doing so increase numbers of people being healthy talking about sexuality is still a taboo in our country The only way to spread awareness is to start introducing it in different ways in schools to students, teachers, parents, early in the school years. Mental health professionals need to spread awareness through different virtual platforms to cater to the adult population. I think one way to increase awareness would probably just to initiate talk about it. I know many schools and colleges have started talks about these things but it's far lesser than what is necessary. For example, how many parents would feel comfortable in talking to their teenager about sexual well-being? How many parents would even initiate the talk after getting the training? I think these things do not get addressed as much as they need to be. Sexual well-being, prevention of sexually transmitted diseases, sexually risky behaviors, these are topics that are brushed under the carpet. They don't get talked about, which is why these kind of podcasts are very important. It's very important for people who are in the field of well-being of healthcare to discuss about it more and more. It's very important for parents and teachers to talk about it as they would talk about the weather or the child's education. It's not just the education that comes from maths and physics that's important. It's also health and well-being that's important. So I think one crucial way of increasing awareness would be training parents to have that talk and making sure that the child or the teenager or even the adult knows that they can always always seek an answer if they need it. You know, the door is always open to talk about it. I think that could be one of the most important and easiest ways even to increase the awareness. It's time I find another hot topic to make you uncomfortable with. Catch the Tidbits podcast on Hotfly every Wednesday. Mm-hmm.